Dear Talkspace, we are pleased to advise you that your request for an extension has been approved. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ella. How are you going? I am feeling all powerful. You seem all powerful. Mm. Well, you look all powerful. I do. You're on the other side of the desk today. I'm in control. Man I'm in, in charge. Command. You are. Mm. I feel a little bit weaker on this side of the desk. Yeah. yeah. For everyone listening, it's a sad, sad time. In a sad, sad world. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ella's last episode on the podcast. Don't Talker cry. Spaced Approved Extension. Yeah. Don't cry too much, anyone. <laughs> <laughs> is that your crying sound? Yeah. yeah. I don't I ex- cry that often, do I you? I expect real tears. Oh, okay. That will that will honestly be saying something if I do actually cry. Yeah. You're not um, a crier? No, not at all. I never used to be a crier. I've recently learned how to. <laughs> Honestly, it's been... I finally figured it out. Oh, it's my biggest epiphany of 2022. Figured out how to cry. Wow. Was that... Was it Splendor in the Mud? <laughs> <laughs> Very much could have been. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Those 14 hours in the car got yeah. to me. No, but it is Ella's last episode. Yes. She's graduated. I know, I've... Uh, and so we have to give her the flick. I know. <laughs> She's irrelevant to talk space no now. I'm no longer eligible <laughs> to be on the show. Can you hardly believe it? Yeah, we were talking about um, your graduation the last time I was in the studio we were. with you. If you were listening to the podcast last week, you would have heard all about my debacles on figuring out how to graduate, all the steps that you need to do to be able to be eligible, and then the tight turnarounds mm. of what you have to get done in a very short amount of time and how much preparation goes into it. Um, so I can now say that I did graduate. I went Congratulations. To my, thank you very much. I did go to my ceremony and I have some reflections to share. Oh, some insights. Yes, because last week, well, the last episode, um, you would have heard that I was like, okay, I'll just let you know afterwards. Like I don't have the answers right now, but I will have the answers. Mm. Guess what? Got some answers. Oh, <coughs> yes, wisdom. Yes. So it might be in a in a funky order, but um, this is these my insights. I wrote them down. Okay. Number one. You asked, "Do I get to throw the cap?" I did. You did. I did not throw the cap. You did not, or I'd, you were not allowed to. Well, it just you said, "Do you throw it in the ceremony or anything?" We don't. Like they don't instruct us to, to throw it. You don't have a legally blonde moment. I, you don't, not altogether. You definitely can, like, go outside and throw it if you want to. I forgot, so I did not. But I still have the cap, so I can, like, go home and do it right now if I wanted to. <laughs> just for funsies. Yeah. Am I going to? No. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It's just on the top of a shelf at the moment. <laughs> I forget. It's called a motor- motorboard. Motorboard? Yeah, that was the exact same reaction you had last time. I think that's what it's called. That literally sounds like motorboat. It does. I, I'm i just going to do a, like a quick second of research to make sure that I got that right last time. But that is very disappointing that you didn't get to throw it. Like, do you feel like it was still a fulfilling um, and cathartic experience? Yes. And I, I totally am grateful that I went. Like, I think it was a really good 
experience to cap off huh, cap <laughs> off the um, university experience and make me feel like I'm done with uni. Okay. Okay. What is the cap for graduation called? A motorboard. I was right. Yeah. Is there a reason why? Um, it's just part of the formal academic attire to be worn by graduating students. I don't know why it's called a motorboard. I should but, do some research. Yeah. The um <laughs> something that they don't tell you is if you can picture what the cap looks like, the it sits on top of your head and then the square bit is on top of that. And instead of shaking the Chancellor's hand, you do like a little nod of the cap and you have to hold on to the cap. Mm. But it's not like a normal cap where it sits at the front of your forehead. Oh, so you're it's like... It's like you've got to reach for it and then... Every second person would miss. Oh, my God. Like, we'd just, like, go... Like, (laughs) it was a little bit embarrassing. Happy to say that I reached and caught it. Did you practice? Of course. (laughs) I mean, like, backstage, the vibe's intense. Everyone's like, where do I put my bangs? Because they don't fit under this hat. That was another thing. I was like, oh, my goodness. I didn't even prepare my bangs for wearing this kind of hat. (laughs) What? Where am I supposed to put them? Um... Okay, moving on mm. from the cap. That was, that was cap experience. Did we get a free drink? Absolutely we did. Not something I was expecting, but once you register, like you go up and you say, yes, I'm here, they go and dress you and then they say, here's a little fun free drink that you can go and get. Did I get to drink it? No. What? Because what drink did you get? I just got a seltzer, like from, there was a bar and you just like had a little card and you got a free drink. But... I <laughs> yeah right I know just a just a bit of hex debt mm. free drink uh, and so I got my drink I took some photos because there's heaps of places to take photos which was really cool and then I was was called into my briefing and could I take my drink into my briefing no so I just throw it in upsetting I know briefing oh like this is before the oh ceremony. yeah there was a forty five minute briefing. <laughs> Before the ceremony. <laughs> On, like, ceremony etiquette and shit. Yeah, and what you do, and they did, like, a demo of where to put your hands and when to smile for the photographer and how to nod your hat. I can just picture you doing the pose, like, hand on the hip with your, like, the <laughs> scroll out. Just <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get to do that. We all had to pose the same with our hands on the side of the paper because it wasn't a scroll. And here's another thing. You said, well, we said that it was unlikely that we would get our actual certificates on the day and because it was just, would have been a uh, organisational nightmare to mm. organise everyone's names lining up. But I did get my parchments on the day. The literal ones? Yeah. And I could got my pieces of paper then I went home. I suppose if them. they're going to have to organise it, they may only, or, like, they may as well only organise it once. That's true, instead of having to send them out and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So, I did get my names on my parchment. It was good fun. And then, um, after the ceremony, they were like, go and re- return your robes, and if you want to go get your parchments framed, you can go and do that. And then, like, my mum said to me, she was like, oh... Like, I'll, I'll go and see how much framing will cost. I might get that for you for your birthday or something. And I was like, okay, no worries. Just remember I've got two pieces of paper to get framed. Like, because I did double degree. Mm. That would be the same for you. And she was like, oh, I forgot. And then, so she went and got a quote. And it was like 600 bucks. For two? For two frames. And I was like, mm, I'm just going to go to Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an A4 piece of paper. Yeah, like... Oh. It's not that important to me. I can put it on a resume 
I've got like confirmation of graduation. I don't need. I mean, I I definitely need them. Actually, that was one question and thought I had. Now that you're graduated, mm-hmm. have you gone through any like job searching and job seeking? And has anyone actually asked you to prove? Not yet. Your degree. I mean, I've gone through the experience, but nobody's had asked me to prove anything. Or like, I'm sure down the line people will ask for an academic record. But at this point, no. Interesting. Yeah. I'm sure for like degrees, like maybe medical degrees, they might ask more seriously for your academic history to know that you didn't fail a subject <laughs> three times before you passed it. Yeah. But, but no, not not yet. I wonder how they prove it. Do they, is there like a, I wonder if there's a database. Surely we'd know about it. Surely. Anyway, sorry, getting sidetracked. Number no, three. Okay. Um, was my experience good? Yes. Was it scary? Yes. How so? Just backstage. Like before going onto the stage, it was all very like, Vibes were people were nervous. Oh, was it like um? So back when exams were in person, for those mm-hmm. oldies out uh, there, the vibes of sitting outside a classroom waiting to go in, same vibes, mm. but less stressed, in a way. More just like was it antsy, like yeah, anticipation? I'd say probably more like that. Mm, okay. I but there are people out there who probably have never stepped foot on a stage before. I grew up on a stage. Unlike some but, of us. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure there's people out there who haven't actually walked across the stage with lights and like in True. front of a crowd of people. Unless like, I mean, school, you definitely did it at school. Like in primary school, collecting your little awards. I always forget that like, um, like me with my degrees and stuff like that, there's a lot of like presentations and stuff like that. Mm. And I always forget that some people still have like stage fright. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm sure there was a mix of that. In the mix as well. Yeah. Very uh, very interesting. Um, but that's my recap of my graduation. That's it? Yeah, do you want any more? <laughs> oh, I went to the tailor, everyone. I got my pants hemmed. It was a great experience. They, oh, yeah. They know Have what they're doing. Have a stalk of Ella's um, social media, if you can, <laughs> if you'd like to. She looked amazing. Thank you. Can confirm. Thank you. <laughs> I was actually really, really happy with my outfit. Nobody else was wearing it. That's great. That's good. Mm. My, um, so the only graduation I've ever, ever, oh my God, ever been to before mm-hmm. was my sister's yes. and she put so much pressure on herself yeah. to be the best dressed. No, just to be dressed well. Mm. Happy to report she did love it, which oh, good. was good. Yeah. She wore green as well. Ah, mm. green's just the color. It went really well with the QT blue. I think it was very nice. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard a fashion rule before but green and blue shall never be seen together what that's apparently a fashion rule it's navy and black isn't it that can't be seen together both (gasps) wow well i'm all for color blocking and that's what i did so i think it worked (laughs) um so how are you feeling post-graduation though how are you feeling life-wise i'm feeling pretty good i am still looking for work and that's okay i've applied for heaps of stuff i'm getting Lots of good experience, but... <laughs> Especially on the Talker Space Approved Extension oh, podcast. You're so right. <laughs> but I just, I feel very lax, I think is a good word for it. Like, I've got nothing pressuring me 
right now, which is a feeling I haven't felt in a really long time. Do you like that feeling? It's refreshing. Okay. I haven't, because I haven't felt this feeling in ages, because like you get to this time of year when you're a uni student and you're like, oh, okay, I've got a deadline for how long my holidays go for. Mm. Holidays being workers still, but holiday from uni. But you're like, okay, I've got two months and then I have to go back. But I'm like, "Mm, I've got... I've got time. I've just I've got things to do, like search for jobs and get the little bits done here and there that need to like life admin, like make sure my website's up to date. As a you cre- have a website. As a creative, you have to have a website. Yeah, that you, is true. Do you have a website? No, <gasps> Benjamin. I really should get one, shouldn't I? Yeah, I had to make one in my degree. I had to like make a, like one of my courses was one, like one of my assessment pieces was to make a website to update my LinkedIn and to make a resume, which at the time I was like, this is so silly. I'm not graduating for another year. But now that I did it, I'm super grateful that I have that as a resource um, for me in my job search. So I just am making sure that that's all spick and span so that I can hopefully find a career doing something that I want to do. Not mm. that I know what I want to do. I'll figure it out <laughs> in due time. Yeah. That's so... Uh, I feel like if I was in that stage of life, I just would not be at rest. Mm. I hate not having things to do. I always thought I was the same. But I... like. I, it's not that I don't have anything to do. Like There are still things to do, but I can be a bit more relaxed in my approach to things mm. which is is nice but sometimes I'm like hmm I've got nothing to do what do I do what do I do what do I do like I don't know I just feel like the the freedom of not having a deadline is my downfall mm. I just procrastinate and procrastinate forever but and ever have you ever not like have you ever experienced not having a deadline like, we'll see, I'm, I suppose I'm going off, like, holidays, like, mm. school holidays, uni holidays, when I don't have, like, I don't know, just stuff to do to fill in my free time. And I feel like I go from one extreme to the other. So, like, when mm. I have deadlines and stuff, I'm meeting them, doing things, like, doing stuff to meet the deadlines. But when I don't have anything to do and, like, you know, there is stuff to do but no deadlines for it, I just don't do it. Get, yeah. like lazy and like oh i see this is uh this week i have started a new tactic where i am creating a note on my phone it's like in the notes app every day and i am writing a to-do list that i am following and i have to tick everything off and it's actually been super helpful because i i'm a very very forgetful person i i will have a thought and then i'll forget what it was in 10 seconds mm. and I'll say oh I have to do that and then I forget that I have to do it but if I think about it I will write it down in my note and if I think about something that I have to do in two days time I'll make that note and write it in there and I'm following it and it's been super helpful I find that I've been very very productive this week because of my notes Wow! so it's something I'm going to keep up so I think it's one of my goals this year is I'm going to make a note every day and oh that little bug I know sorry we have a bug flying around the studio <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to make this note every day and it's going to um, tell me what I have to do every day. It's kind of like uh, an agenda or 
in my previous job. Or a diary? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But in my previous job, we, like, the whole organization works off a calendar and everyone puts in every single thing that they, that they do at every at all times of the day so everyone knows what everyone's doing and now that I don't have that it's kind of like oh I can do whatever I want at any time but if I have this note with the list of things that I have to get done then I'll be productive and I'll do them interesting yeah. that's one of my goals this year do you have any goals for this year Ben mm, I do I we were talking about this actually on the show on the Z digital show oh, um, yes was it two weeks ago now? Something like that. Um, and one of my goals, so I am a calendar person mm-hmm. and like it is completely full to the brim of everything that yeah. I do. Um, and one of my goals is to schedule in social time, like prioritize oh. my social life a little bit more. Like I, um, I I'm, will, like I still have friends and stuff and I do spend time with them, but I feel like I you know, need to prioritize them a mm. bit more. Like, actually, and <laughs> it sounds terrible to talk about my social life like this, but invest in my social relationships a little bit more. And um, it's, I don't know. That, it's super important that you do that. Yeah. You don't want to lose friendships because you prioritize work or uni, which are very important things to prioritize. But mm. you need to leave time for yourself as well. Yeah. I think a lot of last year I was feeling, I was feeling good, but I was feeling a little unbalanced. Like I think everything I was doing was work, projects, um, stuff like that and uni and everything. And I just didn't, I don't know. I was getting, I was, was getting a little bit of FOMO actually. Mm. I was like seeing all of my friends doing stuff with their, like other, either my friends or like their new friends that they've met along the way. And like, I don't know. I haven't done that really yet. So I'm going to prioritize my um, social life a little bit more this year. That's a really great idea. Are you a color-coordinated calendar person? Yeah. I know, Very um, much so. Me too. I have in my personal calendar, which I also live off, I have like my work color, my um, personal color, my bills color, and my, my you just have a uni color. And it just, it really helps in knowing the if you can look at your week and see how much of each thing you have and knowing that you have a good balance, I find that that's super helpful. Mm, yeah. So maybe maybe you need to make a social socialising colour. I do have a social colour. Mm. I just, like, I found, like, because I was using it for whenever I had, like, an event or something mm. on. But I wasn't, um, like, I feel like I that was only when I was getting invited to things. Like, yeah. I think that's more the goal is, like, me initiating a bit more oh. social stuff. That's nice. Rather than just waiting to be invited to things. Yeah. It's one of those things that is like, oh, I feel like they haven't asked to hang out with me in a while, so I'm not going to ask them. But it's mm. like they probably think the same thing. Like, one of those things that I've always thought about well i think that goes i think that goes back to literally our first episode ever on this podcast when we were talking about being the first person yeah to say hello i think that like sort of is the same like you just need to be the first person because like that's the thing people are waiting Mm. like i am waiting to be invited to things you just need to be the first person to be like come on let's go let's do do it yeah would you say you're an extrovert (laughs) i I think I, I'm a huge believer in that everyone has 
a balance but, but, yeah, of both. Totally. Um, I because I do like going to social events, like I love it. But there's definitely and like all of my friends say it all the time, like you have that look on your face, you want to be alone right now. <laughs> like I do. It fluctuates. Yeah. I mean, you've got to have a balance. Mm. Totally. See, I find that I'm a bit more of an extrovert as well, and like if on the the balance beam, what do you call it? The scales on the scales I lean more towards being an extrovert and I find it easy to make the the first initiation <laughs> I got it okay sorry that, oh no I didn't <laughs> I'm still flying around mm. uh, I find it easier to make that first initiation of saying hi and some people who might lean to more towards being more of an introvert find it harder so I think as extroverts, we have a kind of responsibility <laughs> to make the first With move sometimes. With great power. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like every it's also a skill. Oh, I think totally. it's definitely a skill to be practiced. Like, um, going way, way back, I used to not be able to talk to strangers very well until I started working in hospitality mm. and then well like also just joining a workplace com- of complete strangers yeah. as well and having to like interact with them but like I think it's a skill to be learned like being able to I don't know to say good morning and like oh, yeah. to people and like goodbye learn what your customer service voice and personality I is. turn it on all the time yeah. it's so it's bad it's draining mm. but Sometimes you need to whip it out. I know. At literally all of my jobs, and sorry if you know me from any of my hospitality, customer-facing jobs, all of those interactions have not been genuine. <laughs> that is customer service, Exposed. Ben. Exposed. Mm. Exposed, Ben. I know. As oh. soon as, like, I feel like if you ever hear me in a higher tone voice and, like, a loud voice, mm-hmm. it's not genuine. But if you hear me quiet and low and I'm moaning and bitching about something sorry for the language um it's it's genuine it's real see fun fact everyone ben and i first met at his workplace i'm sure which one did we meet at first the cafe or the gym oh my gosh that's Um, true it's good it goes across a couple of places that's really true ben and i have history everyone Mm. um i would say the gym but we probably met as friends first at the gym, and then I ran into you at the cafe. That's right. At the first cafe. Mm. Ben's been around. I know. <laughs> I have literally <laughs> been. I've been around. Yeah, and then we probably made better friends, and then we were friends. Mm. I'd say. Are we? The gym. Mm, actually, no. <laughs> this is purely professional. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, no. To, well, it's kind of hard because then I actually train at the gym that I work at as well, which I feel like, mm. oh my God. So this is a complete tangent, but it is something that plagues me so much. Going to the gym, like training at the gym that I work at is so interesting and like doing a class mm-hmm. because I, the first time I started doing these classes, everyone would avoid me and not talk to me. And I don't know why. Because you've used your customer service voice on them. I know. I feel like it's just, it was the weirdest experience of my life. And I was like, oh my God, everyone hates me at this gym. You've got to show your real personality. I know. Let it shine through. people hate me. No, No, it's, um, yeah, 
anyway, going back to social life goals, yes. everything, yes. Being the first person to initiate, learning how to initiate mm-hmm. social interactions and stuff like that, and not being phased when people say no. Yeah. Like, I oh, think, we'll just do it another time. Yeah. Um, obviously, there are sometimes people don't want to hang out with you, mm. and you can sort I think that's the thing. People overthink things. Just take your initial gut reaction. Yeah. That's probably another thing that I want to do this year is very, like, similar, is... When you text someone for their birthday that you haven't seen in a while, or when you, like... <laughs> she says, as it's literally my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I did two minutes of burpees for you this morning. Yeah. So. Birthday burpees. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if um, someone texts you that out of the blue, or you bump into someone, this fly, it, it just, you need to get it. Where is it? it I've lost it. I'm no. blind. <laughs> I think it's fun away. Anyway. Um, if you bump into someone on the street they haven't seen in a while and you're like, oh my gosh, it's been forever. We need to catch up. We need to get a coffee sometime. And then nothing happens. I feel like I get into the habit of doing that quite a bit. I, I have so I many people hate... that I can think of off the top of my head that I'm like, oh my gosh, I said that I was going to catch up with them because I haven't seen them in forever. I'd love to like have a coffee with them, but no one is going to make that happen. I need to be the person to do that. See, I really appreciate it. So this is going to completely contradict you. I hate your point of view. Mm -hmm. No, (laughs) I love when people can acknowledge, like when you run into someone from high school that you had nothing to do with. I love it when you can just be like, oh, hello. Like, you know, when you're, say, passing in a shopping center or something, just like, oh, my God, hi. Rather than just turning a blind eye. Well, yes, but when they can acknowledge that, like, you know, acknowledge each other and be like, oh, my God, hi, it's so good to see you. Like, have a great day. That's it. Yeah. You acknowledge each other, but then don't pull out, like, and this is the thing, don't pull out the fact, like, oh, my God, we should so catch up when you have no intention of doing it. That's true. There are are different levels of it. Mm. Totally. Like, I think people like that. I would I wouldn't ever suggest having coffee, but the the old friends that mm, you have, okay, yeah, the, like the people with actual genuine connection or history with, it would be nice to do that. Mm. Like I think it comes down to degrees of social understanding. I feel like mm-hmm. people. Um, You're a psychology major. <laughs> I really, I kind of wish I was. Anyway, that's another point. That's a <laughs> that's a let's put a pin in that for another day. Okay. Um, like, I feel like people underestimate or overestimate, no, people do, they underestimate everyone's social understanding. Mm-hmm. And, like, people think they don't understand each other as much as, like, people are people. We all get it, yeah. eventually. I don't know where I was going with that, but th- those social interactions, I feel like people say a lot of things without really understanding that like both people are usually thinking the same thing yeah that's true mm. very deep thank you anyway so, yeah early on a friday morning <laughs> <laughs> talk to me about goals going into social understanding yeah. mm. you're looking at me intently as the no, fly i'm looking at the fly oh my, my God. goodness guys okay yeah this is a real great last episode for you yeah Talking about goals. Yeah. So I th- don't think we said that at the start of the podcast. I'll be taking over oh, the yes. talker, pa- talker Space approved extension, if I can actually say it. Yeah. Um, from Ella. And this is I your have, test. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. She's watching me very intently, judging every move I make. Mm-hmm. But um, I do. I think I have a lot of goals for the podcast. I'm yes. loving having my, like, sort of a space 
to be able to, I don't know, do my own thing a little bit and then have input from the other Talker Space hosts. And we've got some new hosts that you can um, pop onto the show as well. Yeah. It'll be so nice. And you can ask them the three questions. Mm. This is your test. What are they? You've been on enough times to, to know them. See, that's the thing. I do <gasps> know them, but I'm going to change them. Oh, okay. Do you know what they're going to be? Okay. Well, I will just prove myself as a smart, capable human being and prove that I know okay. the questions. Thank you. The one current song in rotation. Mm-hmm. Best study tip. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. No. And I always forget the third one. I don't think it's study tip either. I think it's... Okay. So, it's... Song and rotation at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, your favorite place to study, and what does your study environment look like? No, that's the same thing. Oh my god, Ella, do you do even know I your even own know questions? Them? I'm gonna look them up. No. I think song and rotation, study tip, and I did do comfort food for the episode I did oh, with that's, flag duty. That's true, but that wasn't that. It. That was right. You got it wrong. Okay, the anticipation, everyone. Mm. Login code. <laughs> oh, my God. But going off that, I think some of the questions I will have is, you know, current song in rotation. I think we do need to continue that. That's fine. Oh, totally. Um, I'm thinking I would say... Like, I feel like it's really interesting to ask people how they feel about their um, university like, the institution at that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask that. And I do like the study tip. Yes. Okay, so I have them here. What is your top tip for surviving as a uni student? Mm. What is your top song in rotation at the moment? And, oh, no. I've lost the other one. <laughs> Favourite place to study, top tip for surviving as a uni student. Oh, okay. So I, we did kind of get them right. Yeah. Two are about uni, one are about one is about music, mm. which is just like the show. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I think I would love, um, if you're listening and you want to be on this podcast, I'd love to have you in here. I'm really keen to do interviews with a bunch of different people mm-hmm. and everything. And I think one of the things I really want to do is interview faculty. Yeah. Something I'm so interested in is the faculty-facing side of it. That would be super interesting. Mm. Totally. I just think it would be so interesting <laughs> to hear, yeah, their side of things, students and stuff. Like, because I feel like, well, see, okay, that's the thing I don't know. And I want to know how they feel about students, how much support they can offer slash do offer that students don't take. Because I constantly mm. hear about students feeling unsupported. Yeah, and you've kind of got to... You've got to. This is something we've spoken about on the podcast as well. Is having to seek out support, mm. and it's there if you look for it, but it's really hard to access. And although it might be in your emails, it might be hidden in a long newsletter or something. And it's it's there if you ask for it and you seek it, but it's not like Offered. school where mm. it's like, oh, I see you're struggling. Let me help you. Yeah. In some cases, mm. but. I would be super interested for you to ask really controversial questions. I did have a little think about that because mm-hmm. I would love to have controversial episodes. Um, 
are based what's around like based on what's happening around university like qt has recently gone through the ringer we had sexual assault um Mm -hmm. occurrence like a massive outing on um stalker space about it oh no it wasn't stalker space it was love letters Mm, that's right it was a huge story that happened and um i feel like that would have been so interesting to ask someone about like there was that beloved teacher in the creative industries faculty that got sacked and that came out of nowhere totally um stuff like that and And even like the move to canvas as well like what do huge deal what are the tutors thinking about that how easy it is it for them to make that move as well Mm. i'm so glad i don't have to deal with that i'm so sorry yeah (laughs) no it'll be it'll be irritating it'll be annoying and you will hear all about it on the podcast later in the year if you are a university student i'll say this if you are a university student and there is something you would love to have someone do all of the research for you interview someone for you Mm -hmm. let me know reach out on the socials totally and i will i will uncover all of the untold secrets of university yeah detective ben Mm. will do the work for you i'll get the lowdown yeah i'll get the scoop (laughs) i'm also super interested for you to uh, interview more university music artists which is something that we've done a lot of in the past six Mm. months but if you're a university artist please do reach out to the show because we love having you guys and it's such it's such great fun to be able to talk about your university experience and how that balances with being an artist like i've seen some things on the socials recently uh, from people who are university artists uh, university students and artists and how the balance can be really tricky but if you listen to some of our podcasts previous podcasts with artists they have some top tips and advice on how to balance that and i don't know it would be super interesting to hear some new takes on that mm, as yeah. well oh, anyway huge year ahead yes you're going to be with me stuck with me the new host ben Gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm making the move. <laughs> no. I promise to you, Ella, that the podcast is going into good hands. I know this is your little child, your little mm-hmm. baby. My baby. Your baby. That you... <laughs> Bit of a Moira Rose. <laughs> baby. Little baby. That, um... I was trying to think of a Moira Rose quote, but I can't. Um, <laughs> They're too about, difficult. <laughs> no, literally so difficult. I can do an Alexis really well. Oh, Ew, David. David. <laughs> um, I promise to take care of your little bebe. Um, and maybe we'll have you back for a reunion episode, oh, depending on how much back. I like you at the time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, as long as you pinky promise to take good care of it. I was about to call it her. Um, the podcast can be a her. Why not? Thank you. Ping <laughs> for listeners. Pinky Promise has a card. Yes, I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way I do business deals. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) In Pinky Promises. Oh, God, no wonder you're not hired yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. On that note, everyone, wish Ella luck in her new graduated life. Thank you. Wish me luck. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Wish him a happy birthday. Say it back. (laughs) Sorry. Good luck, Ben. (laughs) No, um, I'm I'm going to be eating lots of good food for my birthday today. So, yeah. Wish me a happy recovery tomorrow morning. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, say a final farewell, Ella. Uh, I just wanted to say a massive thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast. Mm. This has been a super, super fun experience for me. And I hope that you have enjoyed listening to my voice. 
um, uh, for the last time. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'm excited to see what you do with the show this year and where it goes. And uh, congrats on a new year. <laughs> 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 on taking over on the responsibility that mm. is my baby. Running a coup. <laughs> oh, no. Good uh, luck, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, oh, Ben. Thanks, Ella. <laughs> I guess that's it. Ta-ta. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Bye. Bye. <laughs>